Welcome to The Word from Bethlehem Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor Abigail Zhang Hoffman. And I'm Pastor Amy Walter-Peterson. Thanks for dwelling in The Word with us today. We are in the midst of our annual giving appeal when we invite your financial support for the ministry we share at Bethlehem Lutheran Church, which includes this podcast. The work we do together is made possible by your generosity, your generosity of time, talent, and treasure. Today, we invite you to visit our website at www.blcfairport.org and click on support the BLC vision to learn more. We'll include the full link in our show notes. If you have never given financially to BLC's ministry, consider making a gift. If you are already someone who gives regularly to BLC, consider making your gift on a monthly basis or a recurring basis. If you currently give regularly, would you consider increasing your offering this year? And thank you for listening. And thank you for helping us to spread the word. Today I'm sharing the scripture and reflection for Sunday, November 13th, which we are observing as the first Sunday of Advent here at Bethlehem Lutheran Church. Now you might be thinking it's too early for Advent. We are playing with the idea of an extended Advent here at Bethlehem, thinking about Advent not just as a countdown to Christmas, but as a longer period to reflect on what we're waiting for, or maybe more precisely, who we are waiting for. So worship in the coming weeks is framed around the verses of O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, as we long for the King of Nations to come, the Key of David to come, wisdom from on high to come, as we long for Emmanuel to come. This is framing our time of waiting. So today for this first Sunday of our extended Advent season, we're focusing on waiting for the King of Nations to come. Worship today started with Joy to the World, which you might want to pause here and go listen to that on Spotify or Pandora or somewhere, um, just to have the lyrics in your mind of that beloved hymn. It's usually thought of as a Christmas carol, and we'll talk in a few minutes about why it might be a perfectly appropriate hymn to sing for this first Sunday of Advent. So our scriptures for today come both from Psalm 98, which I encourage you to read. I'll put it in the show notes, um, but also from the Gospel of Luke. And I will read from the Gospel of Luke. This is the 21st chapter, verses 5 through 19. When some were speaking about the temple, how it was adorned with beautiful stones and gifts dedicated to God, Jesus said, As for these things that you see... The days will come when not one stone will be left on another. All will be thrown down. They asked him, Teacher, when will this be? 
And what will be the sign that this is about to take place? And he said, Beware that you are not led astray. For many will come in my name and say, I am he. And the time is near. Do not go after them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified. For these things must take place first, but the end will not follow immediately. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, and in various places, famines and plagues, and there will be dreadful portents and great signs from heaven. But before all this occurs, they will arrest you and persecute you. They will hand you over to synagogues and prisons, and you will be brought before kings and governors because of my name. This will give you an opportunity to testify. So make up your minds not to prepare your defense in advance. For I will give you words and a wisdom that none of your opponents will be able to withstand or contradict. You will be betrayed even by parents and brothers, by relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair of your head will perish. By your endurance, you will gain your souls. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Especially after that gospel reading, I think some who were sitting in church this morning were probably watching pretty closely to see whether the walls of our house of worship might begin to crumble because we dared to sing Joy to the World as our first hymn. We've been well taught that there shall be no singing of Christmas carols until the appointed time. And we violated that rule this morning. So who knows what else might come crashing down. Maybe you who are listening now are pondering Jesus' words from the gospel. Beware that you are not led astray. And you're wondering whether or not you can trust me to preach the gospel truth after such sacrilege as encouraging the singing of a Christmas carol when it's not even real Advent yet. But friends, the time is near. I don't need to tell you that all the horrible signs that Jesus talks about the wars and insurrections, nation rising against nation, the earthquakes and famines, those are already happening. The world is falling apart. The time is surely coming when not one stone will be left upon another, even here in our holy space at church. Nothing can be counted on to last. Perhaps you feel this truth more acutely after all that we've lived through the past few years, the upending of life as we've known it, the pain of losing people we've loved, the reordering of how we work and play and connect, the reevaluating of priorities, the challenging of systems that seemed indestructible. All that Jesus said is coming to pass. Friends, the time is near. But it's not the time of even more death and destruction. It's not the time of falling apart. The time is near for the Lord to come. Yes, this is traditionally the message of Advent. But if it's not too early for Wegmans to hang their large wreath outside the grocery store and for my mailbox to be flooded with toy catalogs, then it's definitely not too early to proclaim this message loud and clear. The Lord is coming.
The Lord is coming to judge the world with righteousness. That's not a threat. It's a promise. The Lord is coming and the judgment he brings is for us. His judgment is for the sake of a world that is already falling apart. The Lord is coming to rule with righteousness, to bring equity. This is a judgment not to be feared. This is a judgment that is for us and for our sake, to bring us life. The Lord is coming. And he won't be found in the trappings of the Christmas culture, as the Reverend Dr. Bill Peterson coined it in his book on extending Advent that we studied together last month. Our Lord will be found in the moments of grace that bring feuding family members to reconcile. He will be found in the honest confession of wrongs committed and in the forgiveness extended. He will be found in those glimpses of justice and peace and righteousness. As the carol goes, he comes to make sin and sorrow no more. He comes to make his blessings flow far as the curse is found. That's why we rejoice with fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains to repeat the sounding joy, the joy of the Lord's coming. If you do read the words of Psalm 98, you'll hear echoes of that hymn, Joy to the World. It's a hymn that was not originally written as a Christmas carol. It was written to be a paraphrase of Psalm 98. The author, Isaac Watts, never intended his words to be set to music, and he certainly never expected they would be associated as a Christmas hymn. Watts himself came from a tradition that was actually set against any observance of a liturgical year and any Christmas celebration. He titled his poem on Psalm 98, The Messiah's Coming and Kingdom. In other words, this is not just about celebrating baby Jesus lying in a manger. It has a much larger focus. It's about looking with hopeful expectation to the Lord's coming, King of King and Lord of Lords, the one whose kingdom we long to see realized here on earth. It's the hopeful expectation of the day when this Lord will rule our world. This hopeful expectation is the work of Advent. Yes, the world around us and maybe even our own lives are falling apart. Yes, all that we think we can count on is fleeting. And yes, the world wants to sell us a bill of goods about what will make us happier or more content or more peaceful or more connected or more whatever it is that we long to have or experience. But the time is near. The Lord is coming to judge the world with righteousness, to set us straight, to restore this fallen creation to all that God intended. When it feels like the world is going to hell in a handbasket, that day, the day of the Lord coming, that day can't come fast enough. So we look with joyful anticipation and eager hope for the Lord's coming. We aren't condemned to lament the realities of this world that are so far from all that God intended. We are created to sing with joy to the one who was and who is and who is to come. 
We are created to sing a new song of hope for a world made right by the coming of our Lord of love. We are created to prepare the way for our Lord, sowing seeds of justice, leveling the uneven playing fields, and waiting for the one who makes us right with God and with each other. Advent begins by focusing our attention not on the baubles and the tinsel, not on the greens we hang or the light we string, not on the cookies we bake or the presents we wrap. Advent begins with focusing our attention on the one for whom we wait, our Lord Jesus, the King of Nations. O cornerstone that binds in one, refresh the hearts that long for you, restore the broken, make us new. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to you, O people of God. Amen. We hope you've been fed by the word this week. Don't miss an episode. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And share your feedback with us at the word at blcfairport.org. And if you'd like to learn more about Bethlehem Lutheran Church or support the ministry we share, including this podcast, please visit www.blcfairport.org.